All right, this is it. We are finally started. This is the beginning of our Ramadan prep series. Like everything you need to know. Let me let me reach over right here and get my list. I have like a master list. Like what are we going to be coming up with right before Ramadan? We have house prep food prep and my favorite recipes. We have um, advice women who want to stay connected with Allah. They have pregnancy, breastfeeding, kids activities, the keys to success, health and weight loss tips for Ramadan. I mean, my personal Ramadan schedule, what not to do, how to have more khushua, how to deal with loneliness in Ramadan, how to get closer to Allah, how to forgive yourself, how to be grateful and like all the 10 nights and all that stuff. Like from now until the end of Ramadan, we have a power packed schedule. And if you don't know already the way we roll here during Ramadan, inshallah, we have three podcasts a week instead of two. So that will start as soon as Ramadan starts. But today we're going to start the prep series and still on Mondays and Fridays. And today we're going to do the house prep. Yes, I'm going to unveil all the stuff I'm doing right now to get ready for Ramadan in my house with my kids and my family. And we're going to tell you some cool things that just released for free. Hello, Sama Alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. I am your host, Mindful Muslimah, and we're coming to you two times a week. And we just mentioned earlier three times in Ramadan, starting the first week of Ramadan. So get excited. This is your all-in-one. Don't got to go anywhere else to get anything because we work all night to make stuff for you guys day and night with our team that Muslim women want and wish was out there, but they couldn't find anywhere else. So alhamdulillah, we're starting today with the house prep. And this is the thing. What I'm really excited about is we just dropped, and just, just so you know, if you are one of our um, people on our emails, um, we have, oh, we're always giving you everything first, right? So they just got, before I even release this podcast, the Ramadan Essentials Toolkit. And so like, we make things for free. We put them up on our website. You probably know it already, www.mindful-muslimah.com. Remember that, because if afterwards you wanna get anything free that you can't find in the notes below, That'll be where you go. But here's the thing. We give stuff to our email people, our email subscribers before anyone else. And sometimes they get stuff that we don't even make public. So just so you know, today, if you haven't already checked your email, go in there and definitely check the promotions or spam just in case. But you just got an email with all the essentials for Ramadan. I'm talking about this stuff that will get you like super organized, focus, all the da'as you need, like the way to do your zakat. We gave you a zakat calculator. I mean, you have a whole Ramadan schedule there for you to know what you could do. You could check off each thing. I mean, we gave you that. I mean, we have something even bigger coming. I don't want to like give it away. We have actually a really couple amazing things. I'll just take two seconds to tell you because I want you to get as excited as we are. But first of all, if you're on my email list, go check your email download that. That's there waiting for you. Everybody else will end up having to go to the website and go there and download it. But if you want to know how to get on the email list, because you want the rest of the stuff, because guess what? Next Friday, we're releasing a pod. No, is it this Friday? Hmm. Yeah. We're releasing a podcast on like what everybody's been asking me for. I think I did a poll on Instagram. 
98% of people, I was like, really? Is that what you want? 98% of people wanted to know my food prep routine. So I was like, you know, that's a lot of work. As soon as you put something up on Instagram, people want to know like, sis, can I have the recipe? Sis, where did you buy that? Sis, how do you do that? And I was like, you know what? I don't want them to have to go looking around, clicking here, clicking there. Why don't myself and my team just put the whole thing in one ebook for them? And I made it. So that'll be coming out next Friday. And if you're on the email list, you're going to get it first, right? So that's all like the food prep, freezer prep, all my like secrets, what to freeze, what not to freeze, how to do it exactly, whatever, whatever. And my favorite recipes from my house with my family, what I do every year to be like ridiculously productive. I have stuff from scratch from multiple countries because that's the way we like to eat. And I'm not in the kitchen. I'm spending my time reading the Quran, connecting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not stressed about, oh my gosh, I got to cook this, this, and I'm fasting. No. <laughs> Now, so we're all about like that authentic. We cook from scratch, by the way. So we're not doing like some like uh, store bought stuff. Like we do like our our breads from scratch. Like right, the ajinas and the marakan, all the soups and stuff. Like everything's from scratch. However, I found a way to do it with tons of secrets. You don't gotta stay in the kitchen. So if you want that, if you want to get in the email list, if you go today to do the um to download the essential toolkit on the website, it's there. www.mindful-muslim.com. Once you're on there, it'll um, end up putting you so that you're added for anything else free we're having. So that's coming out free and any other announcements, like you'll know everything. And then inshallah, bismillah ta'ala, our whole Ramadan recharge free class is coming out. And we just made um, an agreement with Ab. I think you guys know Ab Collections, one of the like amazing clothing. I think I have so many pieces from them. Um, they're going to be giving some stuff away for free in our Instagram. And I'm really excited. Okay. Last thing, promise. For the past year, I've been doing like Facebook um, challenges. I always do these challenges, especially on my Facebook group, which is um, Mindful Muslim Sisters. If you don't know already, that's like my free one, right? I'll be doing a ton of lives on there. And I'm starting, I think, the 18th or 19th and on Instagram as well. So watch my stories regularly or whatever. I'm going to do a lot of this prep stuff live so you guys can talk to me like one-on-one. And it's like, they're they're like, oh, you know, a lot of companies start approaching me. They want to give away free stuff and do giveaways. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do our first challenge on Instagram. So yeah, this year, our first challenge, interactive challenge on Instagram, where you can, what do I just tell? I just told everybody in my email list today. I think it was like, um, we have um, some prizes that are worth $300. We have like the new app collection, some pieces from there. We have, I think, some other companies, I don't know if it's Shukar or like other hijabs and um, Islamic books. And we're doing a um, collection for orphans in Sudan and uh, building houses for families in Sudan this year. So we're like really excited. It's like so many amazing things, you know, that you can get for free, but also like give if you want to, like when you go to make a purchase, you can like give like so many cool things happening. But I want you to just follow us on Instagram if you haven't already to see that challenge, because that challenge is going to be good. And we might do it also in our Facebook group. We're debating to do a double Ramadan challenge and give out double the prizes. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then we have a whole bunch of other companies, which we're not even done making agreements with because they just, they're just so interested in serving all of you. And we love that. We want you guys to get a bunch of free stuff. So I'll give you more notes, announcements as those come in. 
But for today, we're going to talk about how to prep your home for Ramadan. I'm going to give away like the key stuff that I'm doing right now. And I'll let you know, I have some old YouTube videos. If you are on my Instagram, like you've probably seen me put them up. But I am this year. I didn't do it last year because I was really busy. We had moved into a new house. And it was, I know some YouTubers and those people, they're like, oh, watch me as I move. Why don't, you know, I'm going to videotape everything. Guys, when you have five children and you like really have a full-time work and then you're also doing like all this other stuff, like you can't film and pretend like, I don't know how they, they do that. Allah bless them. It wasn't going to happen for me. This year, we're settled. We're really excited. We're about to redo our backyard. We're going to have people over because we'll have a bigger space that's COVID-friendly. And we're we're going to socialize a bit. And alhamdulillah, it's going to be so much fun. So I'm going to take you with us in our family this Ramadan in our new home. Get excited for that. But in the meantime, if you haven't already, check us out on YouTube, Mindful Muslima. We are there. We have some Ramadan videos from last year. All right, enough of that. I just, I had to let you guys know so much stuff coming up and I wanted you to get excited like we are. If you haven't guessed, I'm excited. So let's go straight into the Ramadan checklist. So what's the first thing I suggest to women? I'm going to give about, oh, I don't know, maybe seven or eight tips of things you can be doing right now that are pretty key that I am doing right now with my family and I do every year that gives me ultimate, ultimate success. So the first thing I suggest to people is to get your mindset correct. And what I try to tell women, I think I had a couple calls. This one sister, um, Delia, I was talking to her um, last week. We were talking about like getting things out that are not serving you so you can bring things in that you want to bring in the home. And so, so many of us, we have things going on in our life that like maybe they're not so Ramadan aligned, you know, like maybe you need to stop binge watching that Netflix series. Like I tell women and men from now, um, you know, not that I talk to men a lot, but you know, like if it comes up in, in conferences and calls and stuff, like I just tell the Muslim community, um, make sure that you're just starting to let go of some things so you can let in some new things. So with the house, likewise, as in doing that, and by the way, that like in our last, I think our last podcast, we talked about like breaking bad habits and stuff for Ramadan. So I definitely would go back and check out the podcast, you know, after this, that one um, next. And subhanAllah, same thing with the house, right? So you know how it is, like, especially with the winter, at least in the US, it's winter here. And especially with COVID where you like live in your house way more than you thought a person would. Um, you know, it's cold, you're indoors, it's COVID. So things start to pile up, things start to feel icky. So I was itching. And if you were again in my email um, subscription, you'll know I, I gave out like this personal story about like when I always put like funny gifs in them. So like I always try to make people laugh. Like that's my thing on Friday. Like the weekend's coming in, you want to relax. Nobody wants to open up an email that's like, want, want, so boring. So I always make them like to be funny. And I tell like my personal life and my personal stories in them. And then I always give like free stuff away. So I was in one of them like a week or two ago and I was just like, all right. So I decided just like throw my hands up and be like, I'm getting rid of my schedule. I just have the itch to clean, you know, like that spring cleaning. So I literally like went downstairs. I just got boxes out that I just felt like, or I got closets. I paused everything with the kids. I'm like, we're gonna do this and that. And I just did it. So the first tip is, I know it's like my long winded tip, but it's clean out things, you will start to feel better. Just get yourself slowly in the mood. Now, if you're not a clean out type of person, and I know that there are people like that, you can move straight into the next tip. <laughs> but like my first tip is like, get stuff out so you can bring stuff in. And sometimes that's physical stuff. 
Sometimes that's emotional and mental stuff. The emotional and mental stuff you can get help with from the podcast before this, I told you. But if it's like physical stuff, it's just a gentle reminder that if stuff has been piling up in your house, that is going to make you feel mentally cluttered. And in Ramadan, you might feel mentally cluttered. And I'm going to bet if you feel mentally cluttered when you're not fasting, once you fast, Ooh, that'll be so much harder. So my first suggestion is start to get that stuff. You got to clean out bureaus, clean out drawers, do one draw at a time, whatever it takes. Do you, I believe even the smallest step is better than nothing. If you clean one draw today, you had none cleaned yesterday. So that's just so much better. Baby steps, right? So if you're not that, if like that is not gonna, you're not motivated for that. That's like, you're like, that's really nice mindful Muslim, but that's not gonna happen because I'm just not in the mood for that. I get you, I feel you. All right, let's do something a little little bit easier, but still productive. Um, I suggest now if you're a university student, hold on with me, I'll be right with you. But for women who are in charge of a house, like whether you're newly married or you have kids, really, really talking to the family about like what you wanna accomplish this year. So my husband and I, we were like, we were like sitting down for, and by the way, we eat on the floor in case you're like, it's sunnah, it's sunnah. Like my parents don't eat on the floor. So they always like come over. I remember one time they were knocking on my door and then we answered the door and they hadn't really seen us eat on the floor. We typically go on tables when they come around because it makes them feel comfortable, but you know, we eat on the floor. And uh, subhanAllah, they're like, why are you eating on the floor? Do you not have enough money for a table? And mind you, my table's right there, but they just felt bad for us. And I was like, so flashback, I was sitting on the floor talking to my husband about, um, you know, what do you want to do? My husband, we just get so used to it. A couple weeks before Ramadan, like, what do we want to do? Like, what kind of schedule? Like, what is our focus? So my husband was saying this year, he really wanted to, last year with COVID, we literally didn't leave the house. This year, the masjid might be opening or probably will be open. They won't have iftars and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like, he's like, look, let's try to do it where we could like go to the masjid on Saturdays. He's like, like on Mondays and Wednesdays, let's go to, let's like, let's like break fast and go to the gym and then go to, you know, come back and pray Tharawi. Like we're already getting excited and with the kids about like, what will our week look like? So even if it's just starting to discuss it, if you want to go to all formal, you could actually like write it down. And what I do with my husband is I casually talk. And then after we're done talking like the next day, like probably today, I'll sit down with the kids and I'll be like, guys, what are you excited about? Like, what do you want to do? What goals do you have for Ramadan? And we always set goals and things for the kids. What do you want to do in the house that's better and different than last year? What do we like about last year? What did we like about last year? And I totally take the kids' opinion. Something as small as that gets them really excited. It gets me excited. I'm not going to like, like, oh, like I was already thinking I'm going to go online this year and let them help me pick the decorations. Cause like I didn't decorate that much last year. Like I said, I was moving into the new house. It was more function over like decorative things. You know, it was more like, do we have a table? Do we have chairs? Like, cause we, we ended up um, getting all new things for the house. Cause it was a new space. It was different um, sizes of things and the other stuff wasn't going to work. So my point is, I'm thinking of, you know, like bumping it up this year and making it more festive and exciting and warm and we're going to involve the kids. So like I said, if you can, step one is to like start organizing things. But if not, step two is just like start talking about it with your family. Just get everybody involved, get the vibe going. And here's some questions that I usually like to ask to get that going on. Like, what do you guys want to accomplish this year? Like, what are you excited about this year to do that you feel like we didn't do last year. Like I ask these types of questions that they're like open-ended questions and then everybody just talks. So this is like what I do with my family. And then 
if I, this is not my own personal planning, that my friends, I have an exciting thing for you, a free class on that. Get excited. It's called the Ramadan recharge experience class where I'll teach you how to make your own personal goals and get deep and real and change. So you can leave your old self behind type of stuff. But right now we're just like vibing with the house because it's house prep. Um, so what do we need to, and then the next thing I say to them, like, okay, you guys like all that stuff. Okay, cool. What do we have to do then to make what you guys just said a reality? That is the question. That is the money question. Why? Because we could talk all day about what we want to do this year, but if we like don't actually do the how-to to get it going, it usually doesn't get going. And that's why most people's Ramadan isn't as productive as they wish it was because they have the ideas of what they want to do, but they never get into, but how do, like, what do we need to do to make that a reality? What do we need to do to make that a reality? Or like, how do I need to prep in order to make sure that happens? That's just the basic question. So do that way, like throw that out there. So for us, for example, my husband wanted to go to the gym. I was like, okay, we always have this problem with the gym. You guys do this. So if you're, if you're getting excited about maybe trying to be healthier in Ramadan or lose weight, I also polled women on that. Like 90% of women wanted to know about that as well. So we're going to do some lives on that as well on Instagram and Facebook, but, and we're going to have a podcast obviously. But the thing is, um, gym is a problem, right? Because you're like, do I do it before? So I'm tempted this year. I would like to hear your guys' opinion. I'm tempted this year to try to do a little bit of workout before I have Sahur and a little bit of workout at night and split it up. Now, science shows that when you split up your workout, it, it you still can be productive. For example, I could do like 10 sit-ups in the morning and 10 sit-ups at night. I still did 20 within like the window of time. So it's the same thing as if I did 20 minutes in a row. So I'm like, all right, because, you know, as a, as a busy woman, I don't have sometimes 20 to 30 minutes in a row. Someone's always bothering me. Literally, I have a Bowflex. I got it in um, COVID because they closed the gyms. Now they're open by my house. And every time I jump on the Bowflex, my kids are like, hey, mom, can you look at this? Hey, mom, can you? I'm like, I literally, guys, only went 14 minutes on this machine. Can you just not talk to mommy for 14 minutes? Okay, mommy loves you. Thank you so much. And it's like, sure, mom. And they walk away, like literally not even 30 seconds. <laughs> They're like, hey, hey. I'm like, they just love to talk to me. You know how it is. It's like when you get on the phone and then they, you know. So if you don't have kids, you don't know what I mean, but like, you know, get excited because that's that's the way your life will be. So alhamdulillah, it's, it's, it's a joy. They're, they're alive and well, so I'm grateful. But if you're a university student, you're like somebody who does not like have kids yet and stuff like that. My point is, if you have this significant other that you live with or even your parents, like have that conversation and you're like, they're not going to care. Like show your excitement, your how do I say this? Your positive vibes rub off on other people the same way your negative vibes rub off on other people. That's just a reality. Okay. So number three, um, just if you have kids and if you have like family, like create some goals and rewards. So go like a bit more organized and deeper if you can. So for my kids, what I usually have them do is I have them literally, you know, as part of my homeschooling, I have them like write out their goals now. And I make sure they're realistic. I have like these, you know, these these qualifiers. Like you can't be like, oh, I'm going to memorize a jizz by the end of Ramadan. And they're like seven. I'm like, okay, guys. So, so like I usually do something that is spiritual and something that is personal development. 
Um, and that personal development can be linked to family or not, but I usually want my kids to have this balance where it's not just Islamically focused. And the reason I say that is because we tend to separate our deen from our daily life. And I think that's most of our problem as Muslims. Like, and that's something, you know, that other religions do that is not good. You ever hear that? Like, oh, on the weekend, people go to like, um, religious institutions. And during the week, they like act like they're not religious at all. Like it's that whole separation of religion and my real life. So we don't do that. So what happens is I'll say, for example, um, I noticed like one of my kids is going through a certain growth spurt and they are getting a little bit angry, a little bit too fast. And it's totally normal. It's like they're, I don't want to get into the kids stuff, but like the prefrontal cortex is underdeveloped. So they don't know how to manage these big emotions they're having. So whatever. So one of the goals for them might be like to memorize X, Y, Z number of da'a, you know, prayers and supplications and stuff. But the second one might be to cool and calm ourselves down as soon as we feel a rush of anger and just practicing that the whole Ramadan so that our goal that by the end of Ramadan, I can calm myself down within five seconds or within 10 seconds or whatever it is. We blow rainbows in my house. <laughs> if you're like, what are you talking about? We have a thing that we teach the kids and I'll probably end up doing a YouTube video on it eventually how to calm them down. And as soon as we feel like, oh my gosh, I think you're getting upset. Are you getting upset? Yes, I'm getting upset. We're like, oh no, blow rainbows, blow rainbows. let's do it, let's do it. We start to, you know, pull in the air, hold it and blow it out. And we tell the children to close their eyes and imagine rainbows are coming out of their mouth and, and that there's a bubble and the rainbows are filling the bubble and the bubbles all around their body. And it's just like the bubbles filling up with all these beautiful colors whirling around. And when you get their focus off of their body and their feelings into this, it calms them down and then you can have a conversation with them. So it's really, really nice. So anyway, we're, we might work on that with one of our kids. Just giving an example you could do the same thing for yourself, but I usually always choose like a spiritual and then something else could be related with another person or an internal issue with yourself, but I always love to do these. Um, next one is, like I said, de decorating. So having the space itself look different will put you in the mood of, ooh, it's Ramadan. Like in the past, I used to like just put up like one cheesy banner <laughs> and I was like, it's Ramadan, happy Ramadan. I mean, have you guys seen all the beautiful Muslim-owned women's businesses on Instagram? I'm sure you do. They come out of the woodworks in Ramadan. I mean, low-key, they're probably there all the while, but in Ramadan, because everybody gets interested in Islam, whether they're like religious all year or not, um, I see a lot more of these out absolutely gorgeous decorations. I mean, really modern, clean, beautiful, just not like your old school, like tacky stuff that we used to have to choose from, like from some random like store that had dust on it. Like, you know, we used to have to travel out to Brooklyn, dust out some stuff in some like random Arabic store. And it was like, you know, it was nostalgic to go shopping and it was really good feeling, but it was never quite something that felt like it went with the personality of your home. You didn't have that element of choice. It was kind of just like, oh, it's like, it's like emerald green and my house is like tan and, and some like, you know, pastel pinks. It doesn't really go. But now online, alhamdulillah, with all these beautiful companies, definitely support your Muslim sisters. You know, give, give them some of your business this year and definitely, definitely get the kids excited. I'm going to open up the um, the computer today and actually scour with the kids and get them looking. Maybe I'll throw some stuff up on my Instagram and show you guys. Okay. Another thing I do is I start to plan my Ramadan menu right now in my house. And I do that because, like I said, I don't care if you have kids or not. 
I know I mentioned I was going to come back to university students. Here's the thing. You might not have a house of your own right now. You might be living with your parents or maybe you do live on your own. I don't know. At the end of the day, what I want you to think about is the fact that, ooh, somebody's calling me. One second, guys. I think that was like the first phone call I ever got while I was recording the podcast. But um, subhanAllah, I wanted to tell you guys, like, whether if you're a university student, even if you don't, you know, live in a situation where you have to like do all this stuff, them saying you don't have to like own your own house and decorate stuff, you still have an opportunity to do all these same things, but tweak it, right? So if you live in your parents' house, maybe you want to like get your parents excited, help them out. You don't usually like to help your mom. Maybe that should be a goal this year for you. Then, like, if you're like, eh, help my mom cooking, eh, paratha, eh, like whatever it is, like I'm just like, come on, guys, We have to think of our parents as people that we care about. And yes, they do things that might irritate us. And yes, they might not be the best, most understanding or supportive, or maybe they're putting pressures in areas we wish they wouldn't. They're our parents. And in Islam, this is something super, super important. So maybe a rahmah, a mercy this year will be you helping your parents and doing a little something different this year. So think about what that could look like and implement it. Maybe some of these ideas will get your your brain going, right? so preparing food in advance, so I make out my menu. And so hence the uh, the book that's coming out next Friday, the free ebook downloadable. Ooh, I'm trying to think of all the good stuff in there. I go into like, you know, exactly, like I said, how I freeze my stuff, like in detail, guys. If you follow me on Instagram, which a lot of you do, um, you're going to see me throw stuff up and be like, hey, how'd you do this? Hey, how'd you do that? And I'm going to keep deferring you to this downloadable ebook because it has everything in writing in detail because I cannot answer you guys fast enough. I have thousands of women during the week messaging me on Instagram. And if you do message me on Instagram, just FYI, I respond. I'm very responsive. However, I can't respond in detail. So I often ask people, hey, you want to book a 15 minute call if they have like a really personal matter or hey, you know, like, so I do my best to give them quick links they ask for and things like that. But long drawn out recipes and indexes of how I freeze things. Come on, guys, I have five kids. It's not that easy. So I have this book. I made it with my team, polished it up. By next Friday, I think it'll be out in Chill Business Island. And I want you to get excited for that. All right. So last tip is um, to make a dedicated space for worship. And I go even further than that. Um, and also you probably, if you guys follow me, like I said, on Instagram, I do on my stories, a lot of my personal life, you'll see it this year. So all through Ramadan, you can see kind of like what I do moment by moment. Um, we usually turn our dining room into our majlis and we just kind of like our masjid, it's just it's just the complete hangout spot where we are gonna do our prayers in in jamaat. We're gonna like stand up together. We have a huge rug. Somebody got me a long time ago from Turkey, and they're getting so much better. That is another one um, that reminds me of my girl Saida, who's very smart, and she finally took the advice I gave her year after year for all of my uh, my women and all my halakas. Shout out to my halaka women, by the way end of March, we have a special coming up for like Ramadan's about to start. Like we're going to be working together on what your focus is going to be. So start thinking because I'm going to open the floor and I want a lot of you guys to talk about that. We have a halakha, um on Thrive, which is our um, exclusive global membership. And FYI, I didn't mention it, Thrive is going to open again. We only open it about once, sometimes twice a year. 
right before Ramadan, we open it. You can join our online exclusive community where I mentor women and we have a mentorship program. We have lives and I'm on weekly with them and everything like that. So alhamdulillah, shout out to those women. And this Sunday is the book club. If you're in our book club, Muslim Mindset, that's the book we're doing right now. I'm sorry, guys, it's closed. Um, I, it's full. But alhamdulillah, we are just connecting so deep. And what I want women to know is like having dedicated spaces for things is really really important so for me i we have dedicated spaces like this is where we go to pray everybody knows like as soon as we're done eating clean up this is it it's never like people go to their room to pray try not to do that in your house guys everybody goes in their own separate room to pray try to pray in, in together in rows there's 27 times reward at least in Allahu alam how much more in ramadan and so subhanallah the, this other thing is i'll probably end up doing like i said a youtube video or an ig story on it but I have a basket of books and this is what I take out every morning as part of my morning routine in Ramadan and I use it, my Quran, my journal and so many other books and things that I'm using right in there. It's like my easy grab and go basket. It has like my little notepad, my pen. If I want to like jot down something that meant a lot to me, have a little routine. So have a designated spot to pray, worship, or do your thing and have maybe even a little basket or a little book where you grab your stuff, a little bag, and that's your secret you time. For me, it's before Fajr because I usually like do Sahur. Everybody eats, everybody prays, goes back to bed for an hour or two or three. I stay up and I have a little mommy time. That's just me. But like whatever you want to do, there's a barakah in that time and I take advantage of it because the angels are there. It's just I get so much done, so much magic happens for me. And FYI, like I said, if you haven't already, go check out the email because I'm going to end now for all the women who are on the email list. You'll see my little <laughs> my little personal story um, that I gave you and the free gift that I told you about from the beginning of the uh, of the Ramadan Essentials Toolkit. And for everybody else, just go on the website. You'll have to go and download it and everything. www.mindful-muslim.com. Like I said, it's everything you need to do Ramadan in a spiritual way all in one. You don't start Googling all over the internet looking for all these separate things. I put it all together for you in a little neat pack. And like I said, get excited because the next Friday when we come out with, uh, you know, that week we're going to come out with the food prep and stuff. Get excited because we're going to have that as a downloadable with my favorite recipes and stuff. And every time you see them on IG, you'll be like, boop, I already have it in the ebook. Alhamdulillah. And don't forget, um, we have the challenges and stuff coming up. Make sure you're following us on Instagram. Really good to connect with you guys. So glad we're having these little sessions to get you mentally, physically, hopefully in your house too prepped before Ramadan. Don't forget to clean stuff, you know, set goals with your family. Like I said, start having those conversations, get them excited, open up your computer, think about how you want to decorate the house, you know, have designated places of worship. And I didn't mention it, but as a bonus, I do want to say we are as a family also thinking about how we're going to serve this year. And so um, I really want to go out to um, Manhattan and go to maybe just even if it's one or two times somewhere special with the kids to go and feed um, people in need. And I usually try to do like cooking for, um, there's a, a house with women that are, um, how do we, how do I say it? They're, they're coming from situations of abuse and stuff like that. It's a Muslim house and they all live there. And so we try to like cook up a big, beautiful meal for them with all kinds of special treats and maybe gifts for their kids and give it to them. And so we get the family excited. Like these are beautiful things we're going to do to try to throw in some charitable things in there as well, just to get the kids and not just the kids, your husband, like my husband does these things with us. We get really excited. It becomes, a, I, I love this time of year. I'm not even gonna lie. It's just so beautiful our family becomes incredibly close 
And if you think that can't happen for your family, that's not true. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala encourages that. And I'll make da'a for all of you continuously that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala joins us in our hearts and our families in this Ramadan. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to live to see Ramadan. And inshallah, I will talk to you in the next podcast. Don't forget to go in the show notes and get all the links. Go on the website. I'll talk to you then. Assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.